Welcome to Adjust Your Life, an integrative health podcast about you and your overall wellness with Dr. Tim Dooley and Dr. Patrick O'Brien. The content in this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Adjust Your Life Podcast. Here we are again discussing another topic that we think that you might be interested in. As always, I'm here with my partner in crime, Dr. Pat O'Brien. The one and only. That's you, man. All right. What do you want to talk about today? Or should I just say it, what we're talking about? Let's just go right into it. Okay. We're talking about curving of the cervical spine with relation to tech neck. Does everybody know what tech neck is? Are we I, sure everybody knows? I was knows? on the news last year talking about tech neck. Remember were you? That? Yeah. Okay. That was a nerve-wracking experience. I assume tech neck has to do with our devices these days, right? iPads, phones, computer work, sedentary work environments, sedentary home environments. Relates to a forward head carriage or improper posture of, of your head and neck, right? Yeah, I know all about that. That's what I deal with every single all day. All four of my kids are on iPads all the time, so I got to address this now before it gets too late. Yeah, I start taking them away, and I told them I'm going to break them if they keep using them. <laughs> my wife doesn't like that, but I want to break it so bad. But the curve of the neck, we, we would refer to without a visual... And the example that I think is probably best to uh, recommend it to it, if you look at someone from the side, Mm -hmm. a side shot, if you will, or a side x-ray, whatever it may be, the curve of the neck, the normal curve is called lordosis, with Mm -hmm. an L, lordosis. This is of your neck, right? Of your neck. So the curve should curve forward, almost similar to what like a banana would look from the side, (laughs) like a forward curve. Yes, I know. A banana? (laughs) A banana. That's the best you can come up with. Like a boomerang or something. A boomerang. Some sort of curve to the front is, is supposed to be there. And the reasoning for this is... It is, I tell people, it's almost like when you, a bridge that goes across the river, it has like a bend to it. It's because the, the force is being displaced throughout the spine vertically. And if you, if the neck is straight, or if you've ever been to a chiropractor anywhere and said you have a loss of curve or whatever it may be, there's more force being directed through the lower vertebrae, which would Mm -hmm. increase potential risk for degenerative changes and arthritis and things like that. So you're telling everybody that it should be a backward C backward C. Correct. correct. That's, That's like a bent banana. I like the bent banana. A straight banana C. to a C banana, right? And C and straight bananas, the ones we don't want. We do not want. And obviously, the more your head goes forward <laughs> in a tech neck standpoint, the more your head goes forward, the more your banana goes straight, right? So, so let's talk about why tech neck causes this because of the leaning forward, correct? Yeah, correct. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now that everybody has that. So what we deal with well, do we see this more in children or with adults? With we don't farm. know, right? Because I guess technically don't... speaking, and as you were, we had been discussing in, in at a young age, the curve as the baby starts to crawl, you mm-hmm. start to lift the head up to keep the head kind of upward on the horizon. The neck, that curvature starts to develop. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't. Number one, we don't. Congenital. I don't shoot a lot of X-rays of kids anyway. Right. But when you do, I don't know if I've ever seen a kid with the improper curve in the neck. I mean, when kid, define kid. I don't. Maybe like I've seen like in a fifteen-year-old individual, it's mm-hmm. dealing deal with some pain. So that just depends. So it's essentially a congenital curve of the spine. Yes. Very similar to that bridge you're talking about. And again, you want to mm-hmm. have the curve in the neck the right way. You right. Need to have the right. Curve. Now, as we get older, posture plays a big role. Forward head carriage plays a big role. These tech devices play a big role. As throughout the day, these kids or adults are leaning forward a lot, creating the opposite effect, <clears throat> excuse me, an opposite effect on this curve. And the more they do that, the more likely their curve is to be lost. Correct? 
Correct. Okay. And this accelerates a lot of problems. This is the leading cause to a lot of issues for sure. And, you know, how long does it take to develop? I don't think anybody really knows this. I mean, it, it could be usually when I, you know, the most patients we have, you know, they start developing in their mid to late 20s. When they go to start their new jobs and they come back, I'm sitting at a desk for eight hours a day, 40 hours a week for this whole year. My neck's been killing me for three months. Take an x-ray, guess what? Their neck's straight. So I doubt their neck is straight when they are younger. Agreed. Um, however, you're starting to see this injury when these patients are much, much younger. We're getting 19, 20-year-olds here that have straight necks. Why? I th- we think it's from tech. We think it's from the cell phones. We think it's from the computers we're on all day. We think it's from the uh, iPads, you know? And then I'm going to even take a step further. There's a number of things that also would contribute to this is – it could be, again, poor posture, poor ergonomics. Mm-hmm. Um, people slouch forward with their shoulders. You know, it could be things such as pregnant individuals would develop because there's more weight on the front. It shifts the weight forward. It could be over mm-hmm. weight, just unnecessary weight, or people that are overweight on the front half. It shifts their, their their body habitus forward, which in turn changes the neck. It could be larger breast tissue that's pulling right. forward. It could be weak muscles. There's a lot of things. That's what I was going to say. The three things that I know to be true from research is forward head carriage and that age group the majority of them are women or females yep, or girls, developing girls. And the second are, I think, has a lot to do with it is what they're carrying in class all day. You combine that with uh, the growing breast tissue where they're kind of guarding it. They don't like to show it. Um, some has to do with what puberty and as well as carrying the whole backpack. You have that forward carriage starting that young. I think that, you know, I, I, t- I say that to my patients all the time. Mm-hmm. Same. And I say like, seven out of ten of them are female that have yeah, this. it's extremely common in females for sure so i mean it's 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 to a point where the more that you rotate your shoulders forward which makes your head go forward and, mm-hmm. and you lose the curve the more you're activating the chest muscles or the pectoral muscles right in front of your chest mm-hmm. those typically become much more tight which then you start to develop a chronic aspect with this but just let's, the opposite yeah let's talk about that part yeah. next let's talk about what um uh what symptoms this gives patients I mean, it's a ton of neck, shoulder tightness. Pain. Mm-hmm. They're always trying to stretch and move their head to, to, to loosen it up. There's a lot of headaches, headaches associated with that. The headache's probably the number one thing. Right. And then we go into what, how we figure this out. We take a full look at the patient, and we look at their musculature. What's weakened? What's strong? What's tight? And uh, what's strong, tight, weak? And what's the other one I'm looking for? Uh, strong, tight, weak, and... I guess it comes down to it's like a balance. It's it's not it's like, used is what the other one. Yeah, yeah. So it's like deconditioned. It, deconditioned. Yeah. So it's like a. I tell people it's like a pulley system. Like if you have, if you pull one end of the pulley down, the other side goes way up, mm-hmm. and it's you. So one side's too tight. One side's essentially the opposite. It's too weak, mm-hmm. and that's where this is. We have a diagnosis that you. I don't know if a lot of doctors are familiar with. I know we, they really kind of push it on us in school, and and it's a good way to kind of give an idea of what's going on. And it's known as called upper cross syndrome. Yes. And basically, again, without a description or without a picture, it you makes can it Google that. Yeah, Google it for sure because there's an upper and a lower cross syndrome. But upper cross syndrome, if you stand from the side as if we were looking at that curve of the neck, mm-hmm. and you put a big X on someone, one part of that X is too tight of muscles, and the other part is too weak, mm-hmm. and and you have to start to balance that out. So what we were talking about with the the girls with the backpacks and and guarding of the chest, you know, the, the the chest muscles are too tight which directly affects how how weak or deconditioned the back muscles are. Mm-hmm. And the stronger the back muscles get, the more your shoulders come back, the more your shoulders come back, 
the more the curve comes back. Mm-hmm. It's very simple. And the treatment we do, or we, we, it's very simple. What we tell the patient is we need to build up your mid-back strength. We need to loosen your neck, your posterior neck, and loosen your chest area. What that'll do is it'll help you sit back further back, keep your head back. Uh, this will diminish some of the headaches. This will diminish some of, a lot of the neck pain. This is not an overnight fix. No. That's the thing with this is I know most people don't like to hear that when they come to the chiropractor. But, you know, I tell give a lot of patients a lot of the freedom. You know, I'll adjust you a few times. I'll show you how to do the things. But a lot of these exercises you can do at home. And I'll write out the whole program for them, give it to them, take it home. And a lot of the patients that really care, really want to get better, they do get better because they do these things daily. Correct. Um. What was I going to talk about next was the, uh, oh, yeah, the the forward head carriage that causes this is because when we're sitting and leaning forward, because those muscles on the mid-back and the muscles on the front of the neck, if you're sitting for long periods of day or you're sitting in a forward head carriage, those muscles are not activated. And those muscles are known as your spinal stabilizers. So when they're not activated, they become really deconditioned. Yep. That decondition doesn't provide you any support to the neck or upper back, hence giving you problems. So you turn these problems into strengths, and you're much better off. I yeah, to and getting, yeah, getting to the tech neck, you know, one more time back to that, is when you lean forward and look forward and you're on a computer, whatever it may be, you're activating the muscles in the back of your neck to keep your head upright. But if you want to look down at some sort of whatever you want to call it, tech or iPad or, I, or phone, and you look down, you don't flex the muscles on the front of your neck. You just let gravity pull your head down. So you are essentially not using the neck muscles on the front of your neck, and you're overusing the muscles in the back of the neck. And again, it's back to that pulley. So you that's why I recommend a lot of patients start to do a lot of what we call like chin tucks, where they really start to activate the muscles in the front of the neck, which in turn, a lot of these tech individuals are using these types of you know technology. You want to bring it up higher up or maybe at a different level so your head is held more of a neutral state versus mm-hmm. looking down yeah so touching more on how we treat it and how we fix it um you know we do manipulation we do some soft tissue work uh, we talk about exercises uh retractions we do talk about we talk about anything pulling right we send patients to the gym or send them home we have them look up all the pulling exercises they do because what's the first thing everybody wants to do when they go to the gym yep. everything's pushing everything's in front it just adds contributes to that um, that dis, that disproportionate presentation that you have accelerating your injuries. Pulling is, there's more muscles on the back of your body as a whole than there are in the front. I would advise doing more pulling than pushing in a gym. I usually, my, my opinion, and you may not agree, but my opinion is it, it's at the minimum two to one ratio of, of every pull. Every two that you do for pull, you can do one for push. Yeah. It should but be. The problem easy. is it's not as fun, right? Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. the problem. It's not as fun. It's, it's just not, it's not, uh, you know, the, what do guys want to do right when we walk in? Let's run to the bench. Let's run to the squat machine. Let's go do those things. Let's see how much weight we can push around. But in reality, with this, is you know, you have deconditioned tissue. You need, you know, a ton of reps and a ton of stamina built up in these muscles because you're sitting in a chair for eight hours a day. Uh, some I know some employers, you know, we talk about this eight hours a day, but the, the employers will get tax write-offs for stand-up desk. You know, I know they're getting becoming more common nowadays, so. That's an option from go from sitting to standing repeatedly. And this is, it's, I mean, it's very treatable. It's just depends on how committed you want to be. It's very treatable, especially if you catch it earlier. Um, but I've had too many patients that come in for x-rays. You know, they're older individuals. We shoot an x-ray. They have tons of arthritis in the, in the base of their spine. And they're asking, why, why do I have so much arthritis? Well, 
a lot of it is because of this improper curve or you know improper mechanics. Mm-hmm. It's just it's at a point now where it's only so much you can do. I mean, you you make sure your tires are balanced and aligned because you don't want them to wear unevenly. So it's just important that you make sure you keep a, a proper alignment of the spine too. Yeah, with that straightened curve or loss of curve, you wear out joints faster than what they're supposed to be worn out at because you put more stress on them. For sure. Um, what's a what's a really good um, tip to avoid it in the first place? I would say posture. Start posture really young. You know, you're if you're a parent and your kid has terrible posture, just get it on their, you know, in their brain right now. You know, start it young. That way they can work through it early. The earlier the better. When someone comes to me and they're 45 and they've been sitting at a desk for 20 years, it's much more difficult to treat compared to someone who's 25 who's been sitting at a desk for two or three years. It's just. It's basically age and how long it's been a problem. So if you can get it out of the way quick and treat it. The the difference is if you get it treated from 25 to 45, you're already 20 years ahead of someone who's been uh, 45 to 65 who's going to continue needing treatment because then you're not going to have – chiropractic doesn't always You're treating some of the symptoms at that point. I don't know about the permanency of the actual curve. It's very difficult. It's like treating, you know, training an old dog to do new tricks, that kind of thing. So one, one other tip that may be beneficial to, um, and to those of you listening is it's more of just a daily reminder. If you don't have someone that's there to always tell you, stand up, sit up straight. They sell these things that you can buy online. I don't know if it's referred to as like a posture corrector or whatever it may be. Cervical posture brace. So it's almost like a, it's almost like a strap that you put on kind of like a backpack, but it tightens on the backside. So it actually keeps your shoulders pulled backward, which allows your head to be in the right position, mm-hmm. which even if you were to wear this for a few weeks and you learn to move in, in that pattern, you start to flex muscles in a different manner. Once you mm-hmm. now remove that brace, it becomes second nature to, to hold that that posture and now it feels wrong to go back to that old way. So th- mm-hmm. those I do recommend. You know, I'll tell you, one of the coolest things I do with patients who I know straight up have this upper cross syndrome, it doesn't matter how old they are, uh, but I like to do it to a lot of patients when they're kind of looking at me like I'm crazy. What I'll do is I'll have them lay on a table in my room and I'll have them hang their head off the back of the table. And then as their head's hanging off, I'll have them bring their head up to neutral and have them hold their head in that place and look straight up the ceiling. And a lot of patients cannot hold their head up for more than 10, 15 seconds. Absolutely. And that is a direct, <laughs> it's so easy to see. Oh, that's what you have. Those neck flexors just And weak. they're like, why can't I do this? I'm like, I don't know. Watch me. And I'll jump down. I can do it for two or three minutes. My head's not even shaking. So I know that I don't have it. I know some of the other folks that don't have it. But I'll even do it when a parent brings in a kid. I'll have them both do it. That way we can really concrete it, cement it in the child's head that, hey, you need to work on this. It's really neat, really neat to see. So if you're at home and you want to do it yourself, lay on your back on their bed, have your head hang down, bring it up to neutral, and see how long you can hold it there. If you can't hold it any longer than, you know, I would say 45 seconds without shaking, then you probably have some weaknesses there that are contributing to your neck pain or your headaches. Yeah, I I completely agree, absolutely. Especially even if you can hold it, if there's a lot of shaking, that's a sign in itself. There's, there's no question. Mm-hmm. There. So, you know, what are changes we can make at the workplace? We talked about stand-up desks. Um, when you're forced to sit or you're sitting most of the time, you got to bring your computer screen up level. We talked about this a minute ago, right? You know, put a book under it, put two books under it, put three books under it. Um, if you have two screens, bring them close to bring them close to you so you're not looking back and forth. Try not to stack the two screens on top of each other where you're going up and down, but bring them really close so you're not moving left to right. Yeah, at, um, at least at eye level, if not even a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. You know, I tell people, even when they're in the gym working out, people will stare at the mirror while they're working out and they're looking straight ahead. I actually advise people to almost look up a little bit more 
So it keeps your head almost in a kind of a, a more protected state. So you prevent your head from moving forward. So mm-hmm. I almost tell people to like, if you're squatting, don't look straight ahead. Actually look at like a 45 degree angle up. So it prevents your head from, from shifting yeah. forward. So it's not even just, yeah, you know, sitting at a monitor uh, computer or whatever it may be. It could be just anything. Some people driving. think I'm crazy because I, patients think I'm crazy because I tell them, I sit like this at work all day long. And then I say, well, don't. Yeah. And they look at me like, what? I'm like, if you're going to sit in the same position, no matter what position it is, you're going to be uncomfortable. So I change positions every 20, 20 minutes or so. Get up, move around, go get a drink of water, look important, grab a piece of paper off the printer. Look I don't know. Important. Go to the bathroom. Look important. That way you can break that up. And it's pretty, oh, okay, yeah, you're right. But even if you slouch for 20 minutes, I'd rather you do that than sit in the same position for eight hours. That would be horrible. Because as that curve starts to go, you start to have neck pain. You start to have shoulder tightness. You start to move your shoulders differently. It starts to affect your mid-back. It mm-hmm. can affect your posture. I mean, this is this can stem all sorts of problems. Yeah, that's, <clears throat> I can also add on that you know this is, might be another podcast, but there is a lower cross syndrome too, and we'll get into that later. That's a whole other thing. So, Yeah, it's important if you because you have a lordotic curve in the neck. You have a lordotic curve in your low back, so we, we need to maintain both those. And just ironically enough, both of those are where majority of arthritis in the spine occur. They occur more in that lordotic curve versus the what the mid back would show. So I think last thing I want to just touch on as far as desk work goes, like we can make the screen higher, we can find our position there. But how do you do with a cell phone or iPad? What do you, you hold it up in front of you with your hand? You look like a I'm telling you, I tell patients that there's an app. There's an app out there that dic- that that determines the angle by which you're holding the phone and it, it, it'll actually a little thing will not buzz but it'll like a thing will come up on your screen if you drop the phone too low i don't know the name of the app but i'm sure there's a thousand of them out there i've seen them so if your phone comes down or if your child is looking down too much yeah they, they're gonna have to hold it more upright to physically keep them and it'll start to make them more aware i mean it's annoying but just, yeah they just got to follow it and then it'll be good so or just take it away from your kid or just take it that's <laughs> that's that's my solution at this point <laughs> Take it and throw it. That's what I do. That causes a whole other set of problems. Yeah. So that's right. And it gets expensive. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. That's our spiel on curvature of the cervical spine and with relation to tech neck and uh, you know sedentary work environments. So uh, if you have any questions or any any you know thing you want to talk about treatment as far as coming in the office, please let us know. But uh, I don't know about you, but that's all I have to say. Have a good one. Thank you.